Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra, and I'm so grateful that you are here. And I'm really excited today to talk more about herbal medicine as well as your menstrual cycle because, let's be honest, that's what I love to share about here on the podcast is how you can be empowered in your menstrual cycle and maybe even begin to call it a sacred time. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I am blown away by the number of iTunes reviews that we have right now. So if you have taken the time to leave us a review on iTunes, thank you truly from the bottom of my heart. It means so much to me. We're almost to 400 five-star reviews and I am just blown away. So thank you. So I've talked about menstruation certainly a lot here on the podcast. For those of you that have met me personally, come to a retreat or an event with me, then you know that I'm extremely passionate about teaching about menstruation because it is something that most of us learned was dirty or gross, or maybe we even realized that we knew next to nothing about our body. And it's very difficult to feel empowered by something that we don't even understand. And so my goal and my intention in this world is to teach women how to feel empowered by their cycle. I am one of the world's leading experts in menstrual cycles, and so it is so much fun to me, personally, (laughs) to talk about healing your own menstrual cycle. A question that I get so often, I saw this on Instagram recently as well as in our private Facebook group, women were asking more about herbs. How do you work with herbs? What is better in terms of a tea or a tincture? And how can you utilize the healing nature or the healing ability of herbs to support your cycle? And now that is such a powerful question. And so I'm going to touch on my five favorite herbs for your menstrual cycle and how they work, the best forms to use them for, um, as well as some little fun tidbits about each of these herbs. I think most really established herbalists believe that every herb has a bit of a spirit to it, meaning they have their kind of their own personality and the own way that they work the way in which they work, the things they're really good at, the times when you'd avoid them, it's almost like working with a little person. And so I'm going to share the the things that I know about these five herbs. And my intention with all of this is to give you some of the tools that you need to feel empowered by your cycle. And one of the biggest reasons that I hear from women as to why they find a difficult time really calling their cycle sacred is because they are in pain during their menstrual cycle. So we're really going to address that especially today. These are some statistics that I just read from the World Health Organization and they just blew me away. So 84% of women who menstruate report some form of cramping or pain. And To get even more specific and like truly hold on to your hats for this, this is just wild to me. 32 to 40% of all women report that menstrual cramps 
are so painful and so debilitating for them in their lives that they miss school or work because of their periods. That statistic absolutely blew me away and reminded me just how big of a conversation this really is. So if you are feeling like you have cycles that just leave you in bed or your cycles are still super long or heavy, or if you feel like you really are kind of at that point of what's next, I'm not even sure the first step to take, know that you are not alone. So many women are feeling that same way. And my goal and intention here is to give you some of the tools that you need so that you feel empowered enough to take that first step. Uh, Before we dive in, I have done a number of other podcast episodes about your menstrual cycle. So episode three, like remember those days (laughs) in February, the first month of the podcast, I did a podcast all about how to reclaim your menstrual cycle. So that's a really good one you want to go back and listen to. Um, Episode 32, I talked specifically about your menstrual blood and how your menstrual blood is so incredibly potent to work with for healing. And then last week, episode 40, how exciting is that? We have hit 40 episodes here on the podcast. Uh, We talked about how to harness your cycle in general and how to work with your phases throughout the month so that you can avoid the burnout cycle and be more productive. And I'll give you a little hint. Sometimes resting is the most productive thing you can do. So if you didn't listen to last week's podcast episode, definitely do that. So a lot of people ask me that have never worked with herbs before, how do herbs really work and how do we know that they work? And human beings have worked with herbs since the beginning of time. They're actually extremely complementary together. Our bodies know how to work with herbs, how to assimilate the nutrients, and the way that our bodies and herbs communicate is extremely advanced and extremely fascinating. So when you ingest, say, some oat straw, which is a beautiful herb that is full of calcium and magnesium, wonderful for women that are feeling like they have some concern about osteoporosis, women that have a lot of cramping or leg spasms, such a good herb. When we work with something like oat straw, the oat straw is already perfectly formulated for our body to recognize and work with. And when we look at an herb, the mineral content and the vitamin contents are going to be in the perfect ratios with one another so that we can actually use them. And some of us um, may not know that, <clears throat> excuse me, when you say go and just buy an iron supplement, iron actually has a friend that it likes to come with. Like one of the most common we think of is calcium and magnesium. And when they don't come together in the perfect ratio, you can actually cause more harm than good because now we're throwing that equilibrium out of balance. And so not to scare you into, you know, never go and buy a single mineral supplement or something, but this is why people work with herbs because it's already perfectly packaged in the perfect way, in the perfect ratio so that your body knows exactly what to do with it. That is why people work with herbs and cultures all over the world have worked with herbs for thousands and thousands of years. A couple years ago, I led a five hour seminar in Salt Lake City all about women's health and herbal wisdom. And I was just reflecting on that before recording this podcast, thinking about how long ago that feels like it was. That feels like a lifetime ago. And it was so much fun to talk for five hours all about this exactly, the exact types of herbs that you can work with to heal your body in different phases or through different stages of healing and recovery or illness. So one big thing I want to touch on, though, before we go any further is a note on safety. 
herbs are amazing and our bodies know what to do with them, but certainly like anything, you can overdo it and you can use the wrong one at the wrong time. So just know that when used correctly, they're absolutely incredible. They are truly medicine, but always work with someone that is trained in herbalism, like a naturopath or an herbalist, someone that's going to ensure that you're using the right herb and that you're using the right dosage. So if you don't feel like you have a really strong grasp on how to work with herbal medicine, that's okay. What I would say is just err on the side of caution and work with someone that can tell you exactly what kind of herb you want to work with. And that's why a lot of my clients come to me as a naturopath so that I can steer them in the right direction so that everything works as it's meant to. Um, another thing, a lot of people ask, um, with the buzz of essential oils, can you just use the essential oil versions of these herbs? And the answer is no, those are totally, totally different. So for example, one of the herbs we're going to talk about today is ginger. And no, a replacement would not be a ginger essential oil. So don't go there. Totally different. There's a time and place for both, certainly. But what I'm talking about here are the actual herbs, whether they are the leaf version, an alcohol tincture, a powder, so totally different, not an essential oil. Now you know. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about my five favorite herbs to help heal your menstrual cycle. So the first one I want to share with you is ginger, and ginger is such a beautiful, gentle herb. Ginger is classified as an amenagogue, which means that it stimulates your cycle or your bleeding. And so it's really nice for women that have super irregular cycles where it's all over the place, totally unpredictable. One month it's 28 days, the next month it's 36 days. The ginger helps to stimulate your cycle. And of course, also it's a very warming herb and naturally during your menstrual phase of the month, your body craves warmth. Your body craves really hearty, nourishing foods and tonics and teas. And so ginger fits into this beautifully. It is amazing for any sort of cramping, and there are multiple studies that show that ginger is actually more effective than ibuprofen for cramping and general pain during your menstrual cycle. How cool is that? Again, your body knows how to work with ginger. When you start adding in different pharmaceuticals and things, that's where it gets a little different because your body was not made to work with those. So. Um, ginger is also, of course, excellent for nausea. So if during your cycle you find that one of your symptoms that comes up is that nausea, um, certainly during pregnancy, this is a general go-to for any sort of morning sickness. And ginger also helps to lessen the amounts of menstrual blood that we lose during the month. So this is one that I like to recommend to clients that feel like they are going through a tampon every two hours or feel like their body is just releasing and purging so much to the point of depletion. Ginger is a really great herb for that. I like to work with ginger in a super simple way. I just put a big bunch of, you know, a quart or so water on the stove in a pot, and then I will take some fresh ginger and grate it or slice it into little tiny, tiny pieces, put that in there, let it boil for 20, 30 minutes, and then strain, and you've got a delicious ginger tea. Um, but another option is you can also buy an organic ginger powder, like if you were cooking with it or something. You can put two tablespoons of that in a big mug and then pour boiling water over it, stir, and let it cool down 
And that's another great way to work with ginger. And as we're moving into this colder season, for those of us here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's just amazing to really create a ritual or a routine out of these herbs. These herbs really are meant to be used for a decent amount of time. They're not like, say, a drug or a pharmaceutical where they're meant to work immediately. They are meant to heal your body slowly from the inside out. And so ideally, for example, if we were looking to reduce the amount of blood we lose during the month, we would use ginger for maybe a couple weeks or a couple months so that the body has time to actually heal. So that is one of my favorite go-to herbs, and it's just a lovely one for most people in that I can't think of actually anyone that wouldn't benefit from some ginger in their lives, but there you go. Uh, my next favorite herb is red raspberry leaf. And if you've come to a retreat with me, you're probably already smiling because you have heard me talk about this herb so many times. It is the ultimate feminine herb. And I've said so many times, if I could tell every woman in the world to do one thing for her health, it would be to drink red raspberry leaf tea every single day, especially on her cycle. This herb has been recommended by midwives for hundreds of years as an herb to help you get pregnant, to sustain a healthy pregnancy, to heal after pregnancy, to really be nourished at any phase of the feminine. And so a few cool things about this. One is it's bursting full of iron. And especially when you bleed, you're losing massive amounts of iron. And especially when we have really irregular cycles or when we have amenorrhea where the cycle actually ceases completely, often that does trace back to a lack of good iron. And so this is one really wonderful way to make sure that you are nourishing and flooding your body with good iron to help keep everything balanced. Red raspberry leaf is also a toning herb. And so it's really lovely to help tone the uterus, especially after giving birth, to help it come back to its normal size. And it's an astringent herb. That's its classification. And you could kind of think of that almost as like a, a bitter or like sucking up kind of herb. And so for women that, again, have given birth or who have a prolapsed uterus, many women find a lot of benefits with red raspberry leaf because it helps to pull everything back up where it's supposed to be. If you pee your pants a little bit when you do a jumping jack, or if you have to wear a pad to go to, you know, a Zumba class, that is a sign of a very weak pelvic floor. And so this would be one wonderful herb to really help address that. This herb also has been shown to increase fertility. And then for women that are pregnant, such a good option for morning sickness, and it also helps your milk come in. So a great herb to really prepare your body for pregnancy, labor, and the time after with your little baby. Such an amazing herb. The tea is my favorite way to work with red raspberry leaf, but a different way than maybe most of us think of. It's actually more of a hot infusion. And so to really get the most bang for your buck with red raspberry leaf, what you're going to want to do is get one of those big quart mason jars, a glass jar, and fill it a third to a halfway full with your dried herb. And so you can buy red raspberry leaf lots of places, most health food stores. Um, I mean, I'm sure Amazon sells it, but like, let's not do that. <laughs> let's buy locally or from an herbalist um, or from, um, there's a couple different uh, options online like mountain rose herbs are really nice 
and it's super inexpensive. So just buy a couple pounds of it. Anyway, so you'll put the dried herbs in your mason jar, boil some water on the stove, pour that boiling water into the mason jar. So now it's full and all of your dried herbs are swirling around in the jar. Put the lid on it and leave it overnight. So often when we're brewing a tea, we're doing it for five, 10 minutes. And so we're getting a fraction of the healing from the tea. It's really such a waste. Whereas when we do a hot infusion, we leave it overnight. You'll find the next day it's almost black. There's so much nutrients in that water. And then all you'll do is strain it, compost those herbs, the dried herbs, and enjoy that throughout the day. You can reheat it and enjoy it like a tea. Some women will make more of an iced tea. Some women will just replace the water that they normally drink with this jar of beautiful, beautiful infused water. So absolutely amazing. And if you want to talk about feeling nourished and like a new person, that is your new go-to. Okay, next we have nettle. And nettle's another one of those that I talk about a lot. I think because nettle is such a misunderstood plant, especially if you live somewhere where it grows, like Alaska or Canada or Washington, you know, uh, even in Michigan, it grows a little bit. There's such a, there's such a fight about nettle, at least in Alaska, where I've spent a lot of time. So many people hate nettle and they're always chopping it down. and, And what I mean by nettle is stinging nettle. So People don't want to deal with it. It's like a weed. It's super invasive. It's everywhere and people are totally over it. But nettle has so much medicine to it. And I really think if people understood that the plants growing in their yards could potentially heal them of whatever they have going on, I think they'd be a little nicer (laughs) to these quote weeds growing everywhere. So nettle, specifically the leaves, is said to have more chlorophyll in it than any other herb. How amazing is that? And I think a lot of us have heard how healing chlorophyll is to alkalize the body and to flood us with nutrients. And that's exactly what nettle does. It is bursting with minerals and vitamins all in that perfect ratio, especially iron. So another amazing one to help your body get ready for your menstrual cycle or really nourish you during your bleed. It helps to rebuild the kidneys, and if you've studied Chinese medicine, then you know that they believe your life force is stemmed from your kidneys. So if there's an imbalance in your kidneys, there's likely a lot going on in the body. So if we can keep the kidneys nourished, we have a better chance of keeping the entire person nourished. It's also full of calcium, and when we have lots of calcium in the perfect ratio like it is in nettle we have also the perfect ratio of magnesium and so again a beautiful option to help ease cramps so if you have a couple really hard days of your cycle where you are so crampy and you have to just lay down and be still it's that painful i would definitely definitely do some nettle tea every single month before during and after your cycle to start to get all of your minerals back in balance especially that magnesium and calcium. So nettle is a really wonderful tea and it would be the same thing like the red raspberry leaf in that a hot infusion is ideal. So filling your jar a third to halfway full with the dried herbs, pour the boiling water on it, put a lid on it, leave it overnight. Nettle especially, the water will probably be black. And that is all that good, beautiful chlorophyll that you are pulling out of those leaves. So if you have nettle growing in your yard, 
maybe have a little compassion with it. Don't go hack it down with a machete. Maybe recognize that there's some healing there for you. And maybe even make peace with it. Go and harvest your own nettle leaves, dry them yourself, and see what kind of medicine comes just from that experience of forgiving and healing with this plant. Okay, our fourth herb is motherwort. And motherwort is such a beautiful, beautiful herb. It has such a beautiful, almost minty taste. It's in the same family as skullcap, and it's just such an amazing herb. And one of my favorite ones for clients with severe PMS. So if a couple days or a week before your period, you find that you could just, uh, well, we all know, we all know what it feels like to have PMS, right? It's just, it's not the best for us or anyone around us. And so a wonderful one to address that. It calms and relaxes the body. So this is a really nice one for anxiety and depression as well, because it gives you that sense of calmness. Mother war. It's like you have a mother energy wrapping you up in a bundle and loving you and telling you that you are okay. It's a really great fast relief for cramps. It helps to tone the uterus and it's very well known to relieve pain. It's also an amazing um, herb to work with for menopause, especially of hot flashes. I've worked with a lot of women going through that phase of life and we find so much relief with uh, motherwort. Motherwort actually means lion heart. And so there's kind of a dual nature to that lion heart in the energetic in that it's that powerful mother energy, that nurturing, that loving, that giving. But then also in a physical way, mother war is also very healing for the heart. And so um, many herbalists have said that this is the go-to herb to work with if you have anything going on in that realm that you want to address, you know, under the supervision of someone trained with herbs, a beautiful, beautiful way to address the emotional and the physical aspects of the heart. I really like working with motherwort in the form of a tincture. And a tincture is an alcohol extraction of an herb. And so maybe you've seen them at you know Whole Foods or something, you see these little dropper bottles. And so to make your own tincture, if you are interested in doing that, all you do is get the fresh herbs, ideally, not dried, but fresh, that's gonna be superior and fill a jar um, three quarters or so full, and then pour 100 proof vodka over the top of it, fill the jar, put a lid on it, shake it every day for about a month. Now you can get super into this and you can like start it with the full moon and end it with the new moon and you know, like bless it and pray with it and write affirmations on the bottle. <laughs> you can take this to the extent you want or you can totally just go and buy it but motherwort tends to be the most efficient for women in the form of a tincture. And last but certainly not least, we have Vitex, and Vitex is also known as chase tree berry. This is the go-to herb for balancing hormones. It is such a fascinating herb. I mean, this I feel like really begins to capture how brilliant herbs are and how they communicate with the human body. So Vitex balances the hormones by stimulating and rebalancing the pituitary gland. The pituitary gland is the gland in between your eyebrows. This is the master gland. And so this gland tells the body what hormones to produce, what growths to produce. And so this is why 
Many people would say if you have a hormonal imbalance, so you know if your thyroid is off, if you have cysts or growths in your body, this is an imbalance or a misfiring of the pituitary gland. So we really have to start there just to like add in a little mind blown kind of moment. And so Vitex stimulates, rebalances the pituitary gland, and therefore it rebalances your progesterone and estrogen levels. How cool is that? To me, that is just mind blowing. (laughs) So amazing. It is one of my go-to ones for PMS because generally PMS and hormonal imbalances go hand in hand. When your hormones are balanced, you don't have super erratic mood changes. You don't have uh, what we would consider PMS in our modern world. It also helps your body find its natural rhythm in terms of your cycle. So again, if your cycle is all over the place, this is such a beautiful herb to work with. And it helps with heavy or scanty periods. So whether you are bleeding through pads or tampons every couple hours, or you feel like your cycle is about a day and then it's done, this is a beautiful, beautiful herb to work with to help rebalance. And it is one of my favorite go-tos. This again is another great one to work with in the form of a tincture, that alcohol extraction. And this is one that especially I'd recommend working with an herbalist or a naturopath to make sure that it is the right herb for you. But when used correctly, I find that I see massive improvements in my client's health almost immediately. So those are the five really big herbs for your menstrual cycle, especially. And I'm sure there was at least one that really resonated that you felt inspired to look into a little bit more in the show notes. You can go back to our blog and you can see a little bit more about each of these herbs. They really are absolute medicine for women. And I'm so passionate about teaching women how to feel empowered by their cycles. And one of the best ways to do that is to get rid of the debilitating pain. So many of us have been taught that period equals pain. And that is not the case. Just because we see something a lot doesn't mean that it is the norm. And this is why I have launched my own personal brand. If you've been following me on Instagram, then you saw this and it was super, super exciting. Goddess Ceremony has kind of served as the big mother brand, the the overarching brand. But over the last year, I really wanted to create my own one-on-one offerings. I am booked out almost consistently as a naturopathic doctor, and so I wanted to really, really hyper-focus into what I'm passionate about, and that is menstrual cycles. That is what I am known for, and that is what women seek me out for, is because they know that I am one of the experts in the world for menstrual cycles specifically. And so I launched Menstruation Queen, and it is all about teaching women and giving them the tools that they need to feel empowered in their menstrual cycle. And when you are empowered in your menstrual cycle, you can also be empowered in your life. You can have clarity on your next direction. You can end the self-sabotage cycles and you can finally, for the first time maybe in your life, truly be able to say that you love and honor yourself. Kind of a big deal, right? (laughs) November 12th, I am starting my beautiful menstruation queen coaching program. So now is the time to put in your application. If you are ready to end 
this self-sabotage cycle, if you are ready to stop laying in bed for four days a month during your period, if you are ready to finally unlock the wisdom that lies in your pelvis and in your cycle, then this is your opportunity to work one-on-one with me for three entire months. So we'll be finishing in January and I can assure you, you will begin 2020 a brand new woman completely connected to your innate cycles and ready to take this year on. So applications are due now. So if you are ready to get started with me, November 12th, now is your time to take action and to get your application in. You can go to goddessceremony.com queen to apply, or you can just go into the show notes and click that link to be redirected there immediately. I'm so grateful for all of you. I cannot wait to connect with all of you amazing women that especially are feeling drawn to work together one-on-one and really dive deep into this. We are leaving surface area stuff behind and really starting to dive into the energetic and the spiritual and every last facet of your menstrual cycle and what it means to be an empowered, bold, fulfilled woman. So can't wait to get started. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I've got a really, really juicy podcast episode for you next week. And again, if you have not left a review for us on iTunes, please take a couple seconds to do that. It means the world to me. All right, my friends, I will see you next week. Much love. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.